everybody, this is Robert Stephen Kramars, co-founder of Intelliversity, and this is your Vision Master Podcast. And today we are featuring an interview with not Warren Buffett. Mr. Buffett, how are you today? I'm doing great. It's really great to be here with you, Rob. I bet you are, and you, you've got a lot to teach our startups and scale-ups who are raising capital, right? I mean, that's not your specialty, but you've got something to say, I bet. I do. <laughs> I do. It's really you don't hear this very often. So by the end of this, uh, by the end of this session, uh, our vision masters will have something really unique from you. I'm hoping to hear it in a moment. But for the moment, tell us. You know, you're known as the Oracle of o Omaha, the world's greatest investor. How's that doing? Uh, how much is Berkshire Hathaway worth? I think the obviously the two. Uh, the two market caps exceed a trillion dollars now. So we're very pleased with that benchmark. So, uh, you know, Berkshire Hathaway is kind of a conglomerate, a mix of companies that you've acquired on control and a mix of companies you own a minority share in. Um, so you might, we might think of it as a kind of giant venture capital firm or giant private equity firm. Is that correct? That's a good analogy. It's actually, I think, better than most people realize. Uh, and that's one of the things we're going to get to here in a moment. Um, how much are you personally worth out of all this work for the last 30, 40 years? Well, I don't look every day, but we're in, certainly in excess of 80 billion. You personally, you and your wife, right? Personally, yeah. So um, you've, as the world's greatest investor, um, what, do you, what do you do that's different than other stock market investors? Well, I mean, most other stock market investors have a very short-term horizon. You know, one day to 18 months, uh, you know, and people are always focused on the end of the year or the end of the quarter. And I think what makes us different is I invest with my, with my intelligence and my eye, uh, and I'm thinking five to 10 years out. So I could be defined as a growth investor and our process involves investing in value stocks. So you're a growth investor in value stocks. And that's right. That is different. Yeah. And, you know, and, and obviously that's the, the secret to the whole thing is figuring out, uh, you know, what is going to become a value stock. So but a good example is uh, our investment in BNSF Railroad. I think that was 2010. And BNSF Railroad, right? BNSF, yeah. Their stock was really beat up during the recession. Uh, but we were sitting there and realizing that with American oil production increasing, there was going to be a dramatic increase in oil shipments and other things like oil over at least a 10-year time frame. And, and you know, we made that acquisition. We were right. And it's still generating outsized profits for us. I mean, we're very pleased with that kind of strategy. And that, that's just a good example of how to get that done. So what, in general, what do you look for in a few key rules in what companies you acquire or invest in? Well, and it's interesting, you know, I've read, I read Born to Star and I agree with your concept of having a balance between vision mastery and execution mastery. We have that in our own team, but we also expect to find that on the companies we invest in. So in 
in our team, I'm the vision master and my longtime partner, Charlie Munger is the execution master. He's my no man. So what I mean by that is I spend 80% of my time reading and researching trends and companies. Charlie then takes my ideas and then basically he looks for risks and red flags. And so most of the time he says, no, he rejects my ideas. And our balance is that we both have to agree on an acquisition before we move forward with a deal. So, um, you know, that's, that's actually a very, very important measure for us. And of course, the company has to be, in our mind, undervalued. So we're looking for companies with proven management teams that are undervalued by the marketplace. And so, a five or 10 year trend that you're gonna take advantage of. Right. Because you want to hold five or 10 years or longer. Or longer. Yeah, you've held Coca-Cola for decades, for example. Yeah, which we have. So in order to invest in companies with a five, 10 year time frame, great management, right? right. Balanced, balanced management and undervalue yeah. at the current time, you need your own team to be balanced so that you can spot the trends and then Charlie can reject the ones that have problems on their management team or financial issues. Correct. So balance looks for balance. Amen, brother. Perfect. Okay, so now let's um, let's bring this back to what you recommend for the smaller scale-ups and startups that we're involved in. Admittedly, you don't invest in them now, but um, but the same principles apply, right? In many ways. You mentioned earlier that we were similar to a venture capital company. And I, and if you think about it, a venture capital company also has a five to 10 year horizon before they're going to get their money. So the difference is, you know, we're looking for proven companies that we think are undervalued, but the same principles apply. So, and, and, and to be fair, you know, we, uh, I guess it's a form of balance, but we made an exception when we invested in, in the Snowflake IPO and we made a billion dollars so far. So, uh, you know, we're looking for the same thing that smart VCs and angels look for, although we're not willing to take on some of the risks that they will, that they will be entertaining. And so in some, you would recommend that, um, that the smart uh, vision masters, smart scale up, scaling up companies present themselves to investors in the same way that the larger companies have to present to you in order to win your backing. Correct. I mean, I want to see, I would want to be presenting if I was a, in that position, a strong management team uh, balanced between execution, vision mastery, and, and just let people know that this is the team that can evolve and adapt, you know, and pivot when needed and that you have an execution master to make sure that you minimize the risks that are inherent in any one of these startups. Especially since you're shooting for a five year, 10 year trend during that five or 10 year period, there are going to be many pivots and changes as the real world changes. So you're, your management team that you're investing has to be able to adapt to those changes while still taking advantage of the long-term trend. Correct. So uh, balance is an issue, that, uh, a, something that keeps coming up in your recommendations. Tell, tell us a little bit more about what you look for 
in a balanced management team? Balance, balance is extremely important to me and, and to Berkshire Hathaway, Hathaway in general. And, and, and here's why. You need to balance persistence with the willingness and ability to pivot. You have to balance being decisive with the willingness to be coached. You have to balance vision with execution, as we've both said before. So you have to balance your drive with a need to be sensitive to people. And I guess now it's called EQ. But you also have to balance analysis and action. And, and you have to bring that balance everywhere. Because that's where I, when I see that balance, I can sit there and I can imagine that this management team is going to be able to lead through all of the challenges that they will face in the upcoming five to 10 years. You give me that right leadership balance and a killer trend to take advantage of, you've got my attention and you certainly have the attention of the people you're trying to raise capital with. Oh, you really got my attention with that last remark, uh, not Warren. Let me just summarize. You present the Vision Master, the scaling or startup company, you present a killer five or 10 year trend, a solution to it that takes advantage of it and a balanced management team. And I've got your attention. You do. I'll take that, I'll take that to the bank and I hope the listeners to this podcast Take it seriously, because it really uh, will, really does work. I can speak to that myself. So uh, thank you very much, Not Warren. I wish we had more time. Maybe we'll do this again soon. This is Robert Stephen Kramars, and that's the way it will be.